welcome back to another episode of the Creative Convoys podcast. I am Josh. And I'm Aaron. And we're back at it again with another episode for y'all. Um, so today, uh, we have a topic that we totally didn't come up with two seconds ago. Actually, that's not true. We had this topic like in the backlog and, you know, we thought, let's talk about it today because we, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Felt, it seemed interesting. Yeah. Um, so the topic for today is, and it's a long one, so uh, buckle up. It the title or the topic is creating something out of nothing versus working with something that already exists. So, nice. I guess like um, kind of wanting to dive straight into um, that topic anyway. Um, yeah. I guess some of the things that at least when we were kind of like talking, or at least I think when we were doing the initial brainstorming of topics, like some stuff that I was talk was thinking of was how I was thinking about how, you know, it's interesting within creation, like creatives, there's kind of like almost like two kind of um, not categories. Uh, let's say categories. I don't want to say classes because classes sounds kind of a bit, uh, you know, sounds like we're supporting the patriarchy and all that classes. fun stuff, you know? The, the yeah supporting the page shocker you know supporting the whatever you know um That's but so um, weird, yeah 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 you gotta keep up with the wokeness um yeah. but no um yeah like there's like kind of two categories of like you know you when you're creating you're either kind of the person that's kind of creating the art out of nothing or you're kind of almost taking something that already exists in a way right. but capturing it or you're molding it in some way right Yep. So I think like I mean one I guess some of the thing one of the one example anyway of creating something out of nothing is songwriting, I would say, to an extent, you know. Songwriting is when you're writing a song, it's you really are kind of just coming up with ideas just kind of out of nowhere in a way. Yep. Like at least when you're creating the initial I guess skeleton of the song. Yes. Would you yes. say? Um, whereas I, th- I guess you look at say producing right now, you know, or like engineering, right. Recording an artist, that's kind of like, you're working with something that already exists. Cause the song already like the art, the, the, the underlying core or the underlying artistic idea or the underlying, I guess, subject, I guess, of art already yep. exists in a way. And you're really there to kind of, kind of craft the song and maybe make it better but it it never it was it already existed within a certain state right yeah yeah so i guess like i mean i guess for us anyway i mean let's i mean let's talk about that like i mean like for you aaron do you like do you like what what like do you have a preference or what what's kind of your take on the whole creating something out of nothing versus working with something that already exists because i think i i feel like i kind of i feel like you can kind of go between you kind of go between the two in a sense for some aspects i guess so and it's i would say when i try to write songs right i i kind of alternate between these two different approaches where right when it's when it comes to creating something from nothing yeah i just like a, a good example of that would be I'm just walking on the street or I'm yeah. lying in bed and a melody just, just comes to me. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to record it. I'm going to write it down. And 
let's see where this goes. And sometimes, yeah. unfortunately, it's it's a snippet from another song. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that, I that, know. That's, that's not mine. So okay. <laughs> it's like, damn it. But, but it was a great idea. Yeah, but at the same time, sometimes. I think creating from something that already exists is interesting as well. So there are times when I would try to play a song from memory or try to sing a song from memory. And when I listen to that song again, it turns out that I remembered the wrong thing or I, I sang it differently from the original. Oh, so right. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Maybe what I sang wrong could be used as a reference point or as an inspiration or a starting point from what yeah, has for, already been done. Yeah. And it's one of those happy accidents or creative mistakes yeah. that that could lead to something else. So yeah, yeah I apl- I employ these two different ways of writing. And mm-hmm. in my as of yet to be released song, Save <laughs> Me from this paradise. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, Coming the, on Spotify soon one day. The the cor- the chorus. Well, the verse was more ad lib, like it it happened when I was just jamming with my friend at yeah. uh, at Lincoln College. If any of any one of you is from Adelaide, you would know Lincoln College, and we we would just yeah. He just came up with a riff, and I, I came up with a drum beat, and I just started singing gibberish. And because he had a really nice, a really catchy chorus riff, right? That was like, it was a C-sharp minor with, I can't remember the chords, but it was interesting. (laughs) And it it prompted me to sing that that part, right? Where it goes, save me from this paradise. And I played it to a few friends after that. And one of them actually asked me hey did you happen to borrow this from the red hot chili peppers and i thought right. about it for a, for a bit and i thought oh yeah maybe i guess the verse sounds very similar to another red hot chili pepper song which was yeah. which is which was called which is called fortune faded so it was one of their singles that they released along with their greatest hits album. One of their yeah. greatest hits, hits albums that came out in the mid 2000s. One of their many greatest hits. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it does happen, and yeah. I, yeah, and I, and I kind of like, okay, so it's not completely original, but it still sounds yeah. cool because yeah, yeah. I wasn't intentionally copying their music per yeah. se. I was it kind of came from a memory and that memory yeah. happened to be attached to a Red Hot Chili Peppers song, which is yeah. kinda cool because I dig the Red Hot Chili Peppers, so it just shows yeah, yeah. my influences in that sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean I feel like that happens a lot, right, with um a lot of artists in general. I mean, a great example is like, you know, Everlong by the Foo Fighters, right? Yeah. Like Dave Grohl, when he heard that song, he thought he was like, "Oh, that sounds like Sonic Youth," right? Ah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, right. And he played it to Thurston or whatever, and they were like, "Oh, okay." I don't think they thought it sounded like Sonic Youth, or yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, not sure yeah, what their yeah. response was, but I think it's one of those things where it's very like I think um a lot of times we can attach like certain like uh like 
certain reference points to yeah. certain other pizza pieces and it may not actually be it may not actually sound the same like it might just be like a sound or just whatever the the style of that chord that you're playing or melody or like just that little interval maybe that triggers that sound, like that thing right where you hear that and you're like oh that reminds me of that song it doesn't mean that like you ripped off the whole song right maybe it's just yeah. that oh that me- like that one that one interval no or it just or like that that note where you start the chorus like a note or two before the chorus or whatever just so happened to be similar to another song that does that or whatever yeah. you know yeah. um but it's yeah no it's i that's cool though yeah no it's and it's um yeah it's, a, it's an interesting process and i just want to diverge a little from actually not a little bit a lot <laughs> from songwriting and have a look at at another sure. kind of medium which is painting right Look, this is uh, this is creative yeah, convo. Yeah. It's not just music convo, so we can talk yeah, about yeah. So, anything creative. <laughs> you know, we're we're uh, we're we're accepting yeah, of all, all types sorts of, of art forms. Genres, you right? know, whether conventional or unconventional. Yeah. So, yeah. when we look when we look at painting, yes. right, we <clears throat> like so many different artists like capture their art or their thoughts in so many different ways, and it's interesting when mm. you're creating something from nothing. Like, to me, a good, mm. a good example of that when it comes to painting or drawing is when you have a dream, yeah. right? And that dream, of course, yeah. that dream is a collection of memories and experiences. And those experiences have to come from somewhere, right? Which is living <laughs> life, right? But at the same time, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're yours. And... They're not like they're not tangible yeah, yeah. until you put them down to whether a song hmm. or a painting. So it's always interesting yeah. mm-hmm. for say painters and artists when yeah, they yeah. create something from their dreams. It's it's kind of like yeah, yeah. yes, some of it may 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 be from a point of reality, but the more the more interesting stuff are you know, things yeah. that are yeah, more more surreal, right? And Right, I think it's and then there's almost like the counterpoint or like the reverse side of that where you have artists that you know paint like uh like you know they might be painting like the a view of a a mountain or a river or um, a city or whatever right you see people that paint actual like you know them painting that right and it's kind of like yeah that that's kind of like a different that's the other side of like almost working with something that already exists because obviously. You didn't yeah. create the city That's or it. didn't create the mountain out of nothing right obviously the obviously the mountain yeah, there yeah. existed before you did right you're just kind of capturing it um but even then right there's that that's also creative because you are kind of like almost like there's something about creatives where there whatever like for whatever reason right as long as it's like whenever you process something that is kind of like creates your unique stamp on it right because as like as if you're painting say yeah say you're you're painting like what you see as far as like some mountains or stuff like that how you perceive that how you yourself perceive those mountains and how you perceive those that landscape dictates what you ultimately create right and then you choose and then also the colors of you know the color choices you know you might choose a, a shade of green that it's not necessarily there in real life but it's just your own you you know from your point of view as the one that's capturing this 
thing that already exists, it's kind of like you're almost like enhancing or you're kind of putting your own filter on top of what yeah. you see in a way. Um, and I think that's why people, and I think that's kind of part of why people like artists instead of just the art itself because you're interested in not only the art that not just the actual art form it's the art itself but you're also interested in oh, yeah. their take on that yeah. thing right you know you're interested in know like you you look at a you know particular painter that paints whatever uh, a certain style right of like you know maybe they paint they only just paint mountains or they only just paint whatever yeah. portraits of people or whatever. And sometimes like you, you don't necessarily you, like maybe you don't pay for the like you don't hire them or you don't pay for their art just because, oh, it's a nice painting. But, it, you know, sure it is. But like it's also because you like the you like their aesthetic, right? You like their color palette. You like their style yeah. that goes yeah. along with that in a way. And it's yeah. And like people's take on things whether on on music or art is yeah yeah it, it's it, it is what makes mm. their art unique right it's it it is what compels yeah some people to listen to taylor swift right? what it is what compels some people to listen <laughs> to the foo fighters right yeah, yeah everyone is right which both are great i love both of them by the yeah. way I, I love both of them i'm yeah. not i'm not even ashamed to say i love taylor swift and i love the foo fighters i <laughs> okay well fair enough more power we to have you. it on record <laughs> it's yeah. on record it's on record yeah well that's everyone everyone has that thing right yeah. now everyone knows yeah whether now it's everyone. whether it's taylor swift you know or hey she writes some good songs man she yeah. Just... yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, I guess that's why people, yeah, some people are predisposed to buy another person's point of view compared to, say, someone else because yeah, yeah, we, we're all living shared experiences. We're all living our own unique lives, and some people's points of view, or at least some people's creative takes on life is, yeah. is more appealing than other people's you know I guess and so yeah yeah and it's the same way how I would I would enjoy yeah I would enjoy melancholy and the infinite sadness right but I would not enjoy a Backstreet Boys album right <laughs> no matter how well produced and how slick and how great the songs are which which i have to admit just just for the are, record if the good songs right? just for the record if, in case the backstreet boys ever want to be interviewed by us uh we we love your music we we think it's great no, I'm just <laughs> yeah well i like i like the i like the production okay yeah that's, yeah, yeah that's what i would give them i like the production i like the way the songs are written i guess yeah. it's more their point of yeah well how they created their thing right because <laughs> like my take on it is that it's something that i don't know it's it their, their songwriting is formulaic so it's not necessarily right. creating something from nothing it's yeah, taking yeah, yeah. what is already there and then injecting more hooks and more <laughs> riffs and yeah it's kind well. of like 
It's kind of like taking a virus and making it ten times more powerful. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's oh jeez, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh apologies gosh. Apologies for the the. Jeez. The, wow. Apologies wow. for the the Wuhan lab theory. Wow. Pun, but wow. It's, it's wow. Well, at least wow. that's my take on. Yes, that, that, these are all. These are just. That's just Aaron's opinion. It's not reflective of our as the yeah. creative combo. Like, anyways, um, <laughs> that, that's my take on something that already exists. So, yeah. uh, sure, and sure. It's, <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's interesting, right? Because, like, I mean, the other way, of uh, an artist, like a painter, basically, he, yeah, like, instead of creating something from nothing, like as you mentioned, Josh, you know, he paints cities or. He yeah. paints portraits of people or models, right? And yeah, yeah, and it's always interesting because everyone's point of view is different. Um, yeah, in the way that they capture details, right? Some some yeah. artists may accentuate certain features like the eyes or the nose, right? Or yeah, or the body shapes, which is why, which is why <laughs> American animation is so different from Japanese anime yeah definitely in the way they're still portraying humans but yeah yeah there's a different highlighting or accentuating different aspects yeah yeah yeah. i think it's interesting um like how yeah like just even like just the fact that both are technically animations right like it's not like you know they're within the same art form yeah you have two people like two complete like countries on other sides of the you know, globe or whatever and yet they're such different like you can tell like the minute you see like a japanese anime versus like an american style cartoon it's very obvious to anyone when they see that they're like oh those are different like it's very clear you know yeah yeah and you don't need yeah. to be like a you don't need to you don't need to be like an, a quote-unquote expert on it you know you can tell very clearly like it's very different yeah yeah it is and it's yeah and i guess it's a cultural thing as as yeah. well as a stylistic thing and mm. it's interesting when i watch japanese anime like recently i was just watching like a, a, yeah an anime that was a few years old uh, uh oh, yeah. weathering with you oh and yeah that's good i like i really like the way that they they drew like the characters were great, but yeah, what I, what I liked that that contributed so much to the mood of the the movie was just the backgrounds. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that they very drew, um they they almost drew, like painting like almost yeah yeah the way that yeah. they drew the city and the rain and yeah yeah the food like I I really liked the way they portrayed the food <laughs> and and the man's apartment like I I like the way they they portrayed the mess. Um, yeah but at the same time yeah like um the yeah the stationery um and all all the various things that you know just make it home like right yeah and it's it's really i think that's what these animes excel in is that they they capture detail in a very unique way yeah like i'm always like whenever i see um anime by that like you know certain studios or whatever man like just the the attention to detail and just like so painting like and like it's almost like 
it just looks so beautifully drawn. It's just like just blows my mind. It's yeah. just like man, it's so cool. Like it just looks so good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. and just how it's like, it's so like, uh, like lo- not larger than life almost, but like, it's just like, unlike anything. Like it's unlike anything you can ever find anywhere else. You know, in a way, it's like it's just so. It's thing in a way. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, and that's what. I guess that's what people come to see, right? And that's why certain art is appreciated more than others. It's I guess, I guess it's, so. It's th- I mean, also within anime, there's so many different like genres and subgenres and different even just styles in of itself. You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, we could probably do a whole episode on probably that if in of itself, probably. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, and like just like even just like um yeah just like story and depth as well like just how um certain like uh anime can like kind of really portray certain themes and stuff like that um, oh yeah it's like very like when you have like a like whenever if you pair like a good story that has such good th- like really deep themes and like great art it's just like and great music as well and it's like that is the perfect like combo you know it's like just so good <laughs> yeah yeah um, but I it's interesting yeah yeah and like i i just like, i just want to zero in on like one aspect of like say like a simple aspect right a simple topic like yeah the aspect of lighting right and yeah 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 like and i'm gonna go back to like my favorite um kinds of medium which is animation or yeah. anime and yeah like to me the most interesting or the most dynamic mm. animations always employ light in a very creative way that's true and yeah and it's it's so important right it's like when you're trying to yeah. convey a mood right it's like when when the situation calls for it like when yeah say when you're in enemy territory like when uh, when say simba returns to the pride lands the colors yeah. are very gray and yeah. very dark and it evokes the the mood that yeah the pride lands have become a wasteland yeah and it's yeah it's it's a desolate situation right yeah yeah, yeah. at the at the beginning of the movie and and as well as the end of the movie you have all these really vibrant colors of like yellow green blue which is like yeah signifies life and vitality and yeah and the sun's shining and (laughs) it's it's really yeah that detail is really important right because that yeah in real life right in real life the African savanna or the Serengeti. Yeah. It's what would I call it? If someone was just to go there and take a photo with a smartphone, I don't know, it would look pretty ordinary. Like <laughs> just grass, trees and uh, wave. Right. Oh yeah. And animals like just sleeping or dozing off in the in the heat. But the way Disney has portrayed it is 
so colorful, so vibrant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So joyful, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like it's it's like almost like larger larger than life kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Almost exaggerating it, but also like it makes it interesting. Yeah. Know? Sometimes you need a little bit of exaggeration to the yeah. art to make it, you know, and just I, a bit more. Yeah, and I think that that's the reason why Disney '90s re- Renaissance. Yeah. are so successful is that they yeah. accentuate and they exaggerate the the story yeah not just for the sake of exaggeration but to tell the yeah. story and to make a yeah. point and yeah. this is where exaggeration and grandiosity works especially yeah, when yeah. they're trying to tell a grand narrative and they're trying yeah. to pull people in on the story right I think in general like art I find um, I think I find the best kind of art or the art when you want to portray a grand theme or something like that. Sometimes you got to just go all the way like and just go as larger than life, as dramatic and as exaggerated to really bring your point home, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, whether it's in yeah music or animation or movies. Yeah, and it's it really makes a, a large difference, right? So like when yeah. you compare like so like they were exaggerating their animation prowess back in the day yeah yeah but they were serving the story right yeah yeah and then you get some of these movies today where where the story is not as developed right are you are you going to sound like the uh are you going to sound like the uh the old man from Simpson yelling at the the clouds old man yells at <laughs> the cloud no this is not a cloud man this is uh <laughs> it's it's pretty important because you, you see these companies like flexing yeah. their animation muscle but the story kind of like it's kind of flat so, i mean i guess like i mean it's interesting you say that right i feel like that's kind of um i feel like historically you you we've always seen that in a way in art you know you look in the music like the way music even in music for example back in the day right you know you had all those hair metal bands right and it had great production but the songs were just so lame <laughs> and no one could relate to them right yeah i yeah uh, yeah you know yeah. like in a way like and i think you 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 kind of see that in, in, in a lot of art forms in some sense like where the the technical the technicality of it and the it's like it's like technically it's like music like it's like if it's music it's like technically it's beautifully recorded or if it's vid, like movie it's like it's technically like technically captured beautifully right yeah but it's like, oh, but it feels very hollow when the story or the song just isn't there. You know, it does no substance to it in a way. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's, I don't know, to me, sometimes I feel like it's a bit of flexing, right? And it's, <laughs> and it's I don't know, I appreciate good execution, good art. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, it's got to have... To me, the most important thing is it's like it's the story. Yeah, or it's I the, mean, it's the song, or it's what it's trying to portray. I think like the reason why I I like South Park so much is <laughs> not because it's got the greatest animation ever. Like these are just two D cutouts, but yeah, no, really. I I kind of I, I really dig the humor. Like, but I think uh, the satireness of it. Yeah, like I think mo- more more important than anything is just the political humor that is yeah is so spot on <laughs> but it's, at the same time it's so funny like it's not trying to be preachy but somehow yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it manages to get its point across without sounding preachy, but it's funny at the same time. But so, it makes you think about how ridiculous the world is, or how ridiculous America is in general. Yeah, there, there's there, there's <laughs> there's something about satire that I think historically it just um, or I guess comedy in general, right? It it's kind of always been able to just you know tell a message without sounding too preachy, I guess, in a way. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's interesting because South Park, they're not they're not creating something out of nothing. Like yeah, their, their world is 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 America basically, and and the and the ridiculous stuff that's coming out of the of the news and these politicians, right, that are making the policy policies and yeah, but I think they're they're just they've got a great cow to milk from because you'll, <laughs> you'll never you'll never run out of jokes and stories and puns <laughs> yeah. when you're when you're satiring politics basically yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> whereas when you're trying to create something from nothing right it's well, I guess it de- it depends. Like when you've got like a universe, like say, Star Wars, right, or Star Trek, and you have yeah, you have like you have like galaxies and planets, right, that you can yeah yeah basically basically and races that you can create out of out of thin air. I guess yeah. that your palette is more is wider. More un- yeah, wider. It's more unlimited, yeah. right? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like say you've got like the jurassic park franchise right yeah and you have very you can't introduce aliens out of nowhere <laughs> it, it's kind of like you're stuck with the story of the island and yeah there's only so many ways you can kind of i guess and, you know, you know things. The, yeah the dinosaurs escaping and the park yeah, going yeah. wrong that kind of thing yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, I was a big fan of Jurassic Park when I was a kid, <laughs> but I kind of realized that it it is formulaic because it always plays yeah. on the story of what happens when chaos reigns or or when chaos rebels against order. But it's it's always told from the same frame, which is like the dinosaurs. But I guess that's what Jurassic Park is about, right? I mean, I guess so. I mean, also Jurassic Park is also about the dinosaurs itself. I mean, it's it's not something to be like. I guess you know you're trying. I mean, at least if you're a kid, anyway, you're you're not trying to di- to dissect what are the psychological themes that does this, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's yeah. talking Al- about. I guess although they in the know? first movie, although like in the first movie, they did play on that psychological theme of like you know like yeah, the, yeah. the the head paleontologist goes <laughs> in there and yeah, yeah. He doesn't like kids, but then he has to like rescue these kids from the Tyrannosaurus, and he has to he has right. to b- feed these kids or bring them to safety. And at the end of the movie, he ends up actually yeah. liking these kids. So, yeah, yeah, like that's a that's an interesting portrayal of character growth in the story. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, going back to like, I mean, I guess like what you were saying about like um how like star wars is kind of like creating something out of nothing versus like jurassic park working with something that already exists i guess there's kind of like um you i guess there uh there there i guess there's certain like when you're working with something that already exists i guess there's so many i guess i guess the 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 attempt anyway or the hope is that you can try to find a different angle i guess you know um plus as well i mean i think like 
uh, there's certain art forms, I guess, that that thrive, you know, with working with something that already exists, right? Photography is a great example yeah. of that, right? You know, I mean, photography, you can't really create something out of nothing. You're just capturing whatever's in front of you, whether it's a portrait or a, yeah, a landscape yeah. or whatever, or a freaking, I mean, I guess you can Photoshop things in, but you know, that's, that's, a, that's, a, di- that's a different, that's a, a whole other uh, uh, other conversation, whether, you know, that comes under photography. We're, we're not, we won't talk yeah, about yeah, that today. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think like, yeah, like photography, like you thrive with that, right? It's, it's all about like capturing whatever you see within the frame of what, you know, what's in front of you, right? And even then, like you, you still have so many creative choices. Like, oh, do I want to use this lens? Or you want to use a wide angle? Do I want to use a telephoto lens? Do I want to get in close? Do I going to go wide? Do I want to get like really like, you know, detailed yeah. shots? Or do I want to go super like capture everything? You know, there's so many... And then we're not even talking about like the editing process, like colors, you know, like, oh, do I want to, you know, change the greens to more muted or do I want to make the, you know, my reds more orange or whatever. Like there's so many creative decisions, even within that, you know, and you can create something that even though like people like, you know, like, I mean, how many times have you seen people taking photos of like freaking, I don't know, whatever, like certain holiday destinations, right? Yet people still love seeing photos of those kinds of things, right? And it's because a lot at the at the end of the day, it's because what makes it interesting is not necessarily. I mean, it is the subject, right? But it's the way it's been captured, where it's like, well, oh wow, I didn't think of capturing yeah. it that way, or I didn't think of coloring it that way, or I yeah. didn't think about how that photo was composed, and that's what makes it creatively interesting. And it's the same with like, and I guess that's the the root of all, everything creative, right? Is it's you're always trying to show people something different, yeah. whether it is something out of nothing or something that already exists. You know, you want to show people something where people have that same feeling of, oh, I didn't think of that. Or, well, oh, wow, that like, I never saw things that perspective or I didn't, I never, you know, that, that was really thought provoking that I didn't think, yeah, um, yeah. or that was a perspective I didn't think about, you know? Um, like you look at even reboots, for example, um, when yeah. done right anyway, like yeah, reboots yeah. can be great anyway. Other times it also can be terrible. <laughs> or like, you know, or like you look at like, for example, yeah. like a great example, like the Dark Knight films, right? Like, like Batman's yeah. always existed, right? Like the Batman comics always existed, but Christopher Nolan was able to kind of take that, that archetypal character that we love and was able to transform it into something that yeah. people hadn't seen at that point. It, that was so different at that point in time. You know, that was very different from the Marvel films and very different from the previous Batman films. It was a completely different thing that was so gritty and it was very like, you know, very yep. s- pseudo realistic in a way. Um, and it really showed people a different perspective where it was like, wow, that was completely different. I never thought of it that way. Yet it was something that already existed you know yeah, everyone yeah. knows batman like everyone knows the story of batman everyone knows like oh yeah you know his parents died or whatever yet it was still just the way that film was portrayed and made and yeah, fi- like yeah. captured and edited and just the overall story itself within that you know it's like it is so like completely different than what anyone had seen you know or like even actors for example most actors i mean really are working are literally they can't really create something out of nothing i mean their job their main job is to 
take this character that whether the screenwriter's written or a novelist has written or yeah. whatever and bring it to life in a way, right? Being able to take that and interpret of how would how would they act as this kind of character? Yep. How would they portray this character that they're reading in the script? Um, and so I think like there's, you know, like there's different, there's definitely different art forms that really live in those that maybe just live in that particular yeah, yeah, that's it. category yeah. or one category in a and way you know it's like i guess it's um, a combination when it comes to these like batman movies right it's like like at one point they are they are referencing yeah new york city right like it's yeah yes, yeah like it's like city, clearly very new york city-esque <laughs> yeah like you like gotham city like was created out of nothing to it to well there was some um, i i remember someone was saying how actually um there was a um someone was right there was like an analyst analysis of like um gotham and oh, what was it uh, metropolis from superman right and people were saying actually that metropolis is more like um was kind of like the new york and then gotham was like the brooklyn or whatever like the just like oh, they were different okay. sides of whatever i know it's just interesting yeah. like um even then like you've got people that even people analyzing like the what the cities are even though everyone like i mean no one said what what gotham is based on and no one says what metropolis is based on obviously yeah, yeah. you know yeah and and it's yeah even from these like these two different worlds and i guess they yeah they also draw some similarities and references to each yeah. other like in, yeah, like, yeah. in the sense that they they were they are derived from american cities right so oh yeah like yeah. but at the For same sure. time they have like elements that are that really are you know something from nothing in the sense yeah that, yeah yeah they're, they're not portraying a real like an actual geographic location on earth it's it's right yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's interesting it's interesting yeah. you mentioned that because like um there's like this thing with Japanese anime where it's like people look for like those locations of like that they see in anime and they try yeah. to look find it in real life because there's so many times where actually in anime it's the reverse where you have a lot of like references like art references yeah of places that it's like oh that place actually exists in real life yeah <laughs> you yeah, know yeah yeah it's just, it's like interesting like how like there's like th those two like opposite kind of schools of thought in a way as well yeah yeah and i like how it pans out because you think like this thing can't possibly exist but then it does yeah yeah in real yeah yeah, life. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, like oh it's like it's like oh that's the bridge from that anime or that's the, yeah. the stairs from that thing and you're like yeah. what the heck? <laughs> and it's that and it's that you know it's like that's uh, that's something from nothing turning out to actually exist in real life yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like so. i think it, i guess it is that kind of blending i guess of taking inspiration of what of reality in a way and i guess like that's that's the thing with even when you're creating something out of nothing it's not like you're when people say that it's not like you're literally creating something out of nothing in that sense right you are you are drawing inspiration from i guess things but i guess the the starting point or the root of the idea really comes from is really nothing per se and then you're creating it out of these inspirations whereas i guess working with something that already exists is kind of like oh there's this song that's in front of me or or there's this screenplay that's in front of me and yeah. how can i improve it how can i better it how can i you know um how can i really 
serve the story or how can I whatever you know yeah yeah and and that that's something from nothing at at the same time it's also it also draws from a long line of references like historical or, or cultural like yeah when I think about say how did guitar distortion come about in the first yeah. place that like that that came from basically a a broken amp that, yeah 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 but but the thing about it, like you had to have an amp already there and, yeah exactly and yeah. that that amp just happened to be broken and the right. sound that came out the artifact thing that came out from that happened to be pleasing a pleasing sound and right yeah that's where yeah and you look at the the various kinds of distortion that you have now and to think that it all came from a <laughs> yeah. broken amp in the 50s like that is just it's yeah just, yeah it's i mean we interesting like yeah yeah how that one that from from that singular point you get all these different takes, right that takes yeah. on on that broken amp sound which is yeah yeah it's 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 fascinating and yeah I mean, we build on, like, I guess we build upon the, I guess, the structures that the the artist before, you know, the the artist before built, in a way, you know, we're always kind of, like, building upon what's already there, in a way, but yeah, um, either, and, and I guess it's kind of like you're creating, like, yeah, whether it is something from those, when you're taking those inspirations from the things and creating something completely new that um, never existed or whatever you know a yeah um i mean just yeah yeah and it's i think this is like one of the strongest cases for why art is important or why art serves humanity because you know you have like cartoons like the jetsons right portraying a future when people are like talking to each other via TV or, or via yeah, yeah. cameras, and then you fast forward to the present where it's like it's it's a normal thing, right? And yeah, yeah. It's but in the fifties that was like a new thing. It's like wow, yeah, it's like, yeah. How is that possible that people could be like talking to each other via a screen? Like what we're doing now, <laughs> yeah, right now, right? now it's like oh wow, that's like that's like normal for yeah. you know, people. Yeah, 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 or, yeah. Or just the idea of like a touch screen, right? Like a, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's it's so intuitive and so like it makes so much sense. But someone had to think about it, and yeah. someone had to create a story or. Mm-hmm or an art or il- illustration showing that concept to people and yeah. I don't know how many products or how many inventions have been derived from just from I don't know the creators watching like Star Trek movies or yeah or or science fiction movies basically or, yeah. or just reading sci- science fiction books right yeah like yeah yeah before they put a man on the moon like yeah, you had Jules Verne writing about going to the moon, yeah. putting a man there, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. is why this is why art exists. It, it exists to inspire us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so so I think yeah, I think we've covered a lot of ground. I think so. I mean, I don't think we we haven't really. I guess I guess we didn't really talk about like the I guess different 
job aspects of it in a way. Um, we can if you want. But uh, I think, you know, I think we've... Maybe we'll do a part two or something. I think we're definitely approaching the, uh, you know, our time yeah. limit or whatnot, you know. Um, but I think, yeah, no, we definitely, I think we definitely covered a lot in terms of the actual artistic aspect of it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, we we can talk a l- There's more conversations that we could spawn from this, so. Yeah. Yeah. Which, on that note, by the way, for you guys that haven't, you know, follow us on Spotify, get subscribed to us because we're always putting out new episodes, so you can stay tuned for whenever that conversation comes out anyway. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> really but, nice. yeah, no. Uh, um, no, it's... But, uh, yeah, no. This is... I think we definitely covered a lot of ground. Um, for, sh- for sure. But, yeah, hopefully, like, I guess for, you know, you guys, um, hopefully this was something that was, I guess... Uh, just, you know, our kind of observations, I guess, of yeah. art in general and kind of just, you know, just stuff that we kind of notice anyway. Um, like, I guess. Um, but, you know, and I guess always to remember that, you know, both are kind of like the the two, like whether you're creating something out of nothing or working with something that already exists, you know, both are, I guess I hope, my hope anyway with this is that it's not to say like, oh, one is better than the other, but really that, you know, both are, you know, both can exist symbiotically and uh you know you know and, th- and they're both necessary for the creative process yeah both are necessary definitely yeah yeah but yeah um but yeah once again guys thank you for listening to the creative combo for, ah, creative combos podcast it's kind of a tongue twister for name eh? um <laughs> um but yeah as i said you know if you guys aren't following us on uh, spotify apple music or podcast i don't know what's the apple equivalent something like that or a google podcast as well um give us a follow because uh yeah we put out episodes every fortnight talking about creative stuff like this um and we also occasionally we occasionally we do other kinds of um you know more random bonus episodes or whatever whenever we're uh when we feel a bit bored (laughs) creative banter you know creative banter that yeah 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 Yeah. Or creative um, tangents, you know? <laughs> yes. Sometimes. We we already do that within these episodes. I mean this is already tangent right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's all, all all part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah. Um but yeah, once again guys, uh this is the Creative Converse Podcast. Stay safe out there. And uh yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. So we'll see you guys then. So see ya. Take care guys.